Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you're having an amazing day, an amazing week so far. I hope you are just having a good time, feeling the good vibes, feeling the positive energy that I feel like it's out there at the minute somewhere. But also there's like, I don't know about you, there's chaotic energy going on at the moment. I feel like just in the air like I cannot believe one it's been a week since the last time that we spoke but also we're in March now like it's the third month of the year two months have gone we're two months well we're three months now into 2023 and I cannot believe it like I'm very confused where the time has gone what is going on with the world at the minute you know like just there seems to be a lot going on everything seems to be all over the place and I don't know about you but for me that really affects the way I'm thinking the way I'm feeling just everything that goes on in my life kind of feeds off of energy and right now the energy feels weird it feels crazy I I think my biggest disbelief is just the fact that we are in March because how how are we already in March I'm one step closer to graduating uni and that terrifies me as the months go by as the weeks go by everything's like getting closer to things happening and I don't know it's all getting a little bit overwhelming for me but I hope you're having a good week I hope you've managed to get done everything you wanted to get done but as we always say if you haven't that's okay because tomorrow is a new day and I'm full of those tomorrow's a new day at the minute I've really been that quote that I like to say quite a lot I've really been feeding into this week because I feel like the days are just seeming really strange and I don't know I've just got this really weird energy at the minute that's the only way I can really explain it but I've got a lot of stuff like coming up this week and coming up next week and March I feel like it's going to be a very busy month so again it's going to absolutely fly by as it always does But do you find this, right, if you're a fake tan girly, I am at heart, I don't really like to be as pale as I naturally am, so I do love a good fake tan, especially if I'm going out, if I'm seeing people, like, if there's stuff going on, I like to be tanned, 
But I'm really struggling to plan when to fake tan at the minute. And this has always been a problem, but the more stuff that I find I'm doing, the more this is becoming an issue. And this is a first world problem. I'm the first to admit that. But when do you plan to fake tan, right? Because take for today, for example, tomorrow I'm going out, Saturday I'm going out, Sunday I'm not, but then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I am going out and doing things, right? For all of those things, I want to be fake tanned. However, if I fake tan today, by the time we hit Monday, I'm not going to be, like, the tan is not going to be as nice, but then it's too soon to put on another layer of fake tan, because then you end up looking like a tiger bread, and you're, like, all patchy, and... I just don't know what to do. And that's when you then go orange as well. And so I'm having this dilemma at the minute of when to fake tan. But it's very much a first world problem that I am having. I'm thinking I'm going to fake tan tomorrow. And then just hope if I moisturise every day that I can sort of last it out until Wednesday. Then I can have Thursday to scrub it off. Then come Friday, I'll fake tan again. And you see, and then we repeat. I feel like I need to get in a schedule of like regularly fake tanning because I'm ready for summer. Like I'm so ready for it to get warmer. I'm ready to not have to go outside and wear a coat. Like I want to be in denim jacket season where I can wear a t-shirt and a jacket and go out and be warm or I can wear just a jumper and go out and be warm. Like I am tired of having to wear a puffer coat of having to wear like long trench coats like I'm I just want it to be slightly warmer like right now I'm sitting here I'm freezing like my hands are cold like just everything feels cold what feels like all the time and because of the energy crisis and everything like that we don't put the heating on as often because why would you (laughs) and that's having a knock-on effect because it's making me freezing cold I'm so cold all the time I just can't wait for it to get a little bit warmer but I was talking to someone at work the other day and she was saying the same thing and we've kind of agreed we're going to do this we're going to start fake tanning to kind of trick our brain into thinking that the weather is nicer because just naturally in summer I feel like people are nicer people are more laid back you don't seem to have as many stresses in summer and I guess it's probably to do with the fact that it's warmer everyone's going outside getting more vitamin d like there's a lot of positives to summer there's also a lot of positives to winter and I do love winter time it just gets to this point in the year and I just get so tired of it and I want it to get just slightly warmer you know so I can hear a bunch of cars beeping and actually that reminds me of something that happened earlier I was just sat here at my desk doing some uni work and next thing you know I hear loads of beeping I hear like a crash and two cars literally crashed just down my road and I've never seen it before I've never like been a witness to a car crash before but it was crazy and they were sat out there for like three hours waiting for I don't actually know who came in the end I'm guessing it's like AA or some kind of car service Um, this is a very random story but it's just something that happened today and I thought it was crazy and the two men that like happened they seemed to be okay like they weren't they were walking around and talking and kind of talking about what happened so luckily everyone was all right but it was just crazy and I think it sounded a lot worse than it was because it really was quite a loud collision but then they very quickly sort of sorted themselves out and were okay but yeah I don't know why I just told you that 
this is what I mean by like I'm just feeling chaotic energy at the minute. I'm all over the place but I am also trying to get more things done and being more productive with my time. I've been working on a lot of uni stuff. I've got so many deadlines coming up in April but because I've got such a busy month in March I'm trying to plan ahead and this is something I'm trying to do more and more in quite a lot of like spaces in my life to sort of know if you're going to have a busy time now's the time to prep things just so that I don't fall behind because I don't like that feeling you know when you've got so much overweighing on you that you need to get done and it gets to a point where if you're really busy and you've got loads of stuff to be doing where you just end up being led into like this just mass of stress massive pressure and it kind of just gets too much and I want to avoid doing that this year because my biggest thing for the year that we spoke about at the beginning of the year was to sort of be more about myself be more thinking about myself making sure checking in with myself being in the present moment and I feel like I've been losing touch of that lately because everything's just been going on and it's been so chaotic so I'm trying to look out for myself now by getting things done when and where I can which is really helping and it's making me feel just a bit better to sort of be doing those kind of things and even stuff that I don't really need to be doing right now but I know it's going to benefit me later on if I get it done so sometimes it's great to do that for yourself and honestly you'll thank yourself later but oftentimes we find ourselves procrastinating. I do that all the time. I will overthink everything until it hits that like last minute and now you've suddenly got a rush to get something done before a deadline or whatever, like rush to get something done at work before you have to go home or whatever. Like I just, I always leave things to the last minute and I no longer want to be that like stressed person who is like constantly chasing a deadline and constantly stressing about what needs to be getting done I want to be more chilled and more relaxed and I'm getting there so yeah it's been like it's been a nice week this week I've done some good things I went to this place in London called Fair Game which is at Canary Wharf and it's like this arcade place it's for over 18s and you can like drink they had like quite a good cocktail menu if you drink alcohol but they also have you pay 15 pound and you get to play all these fairground games out the back and it was so much fun I was absolutely rubbish but I really enjoyed myself and do you know what it's the taking part that counts so I don't even mind <laughs> like it was just so much fun we honestly had the best time there was a group of five of us who went and I feel like that was kind of the best size group to go with because all of the games are five people only so if you went with say like six or seven of you it starts to get a little bit awkward but because there was five it was like the perfect amount to go on each thing and obviously if you went in a bigger group that would be great but if you're like in smaller numbers I feel like five is like the perfect amount to go with but it was so much fun like it was so good had the best time we went after uni and it was just like a lovely way to end the day and I'm trying to do more things like that to work on having a bit more of a balance in my life by doing fun things in the evening to kind of shut down and like switch my brain off from work mode and go into like more chilled mode 
which actually is what we're going to be talking about today. So let's go to a break and then we're going to talk about kind of establishing a work-life balance in our life. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. I just really want to touch on how smooth I made that transition. That was not even planned. That just naturally came out before we went to a break. Because I was just talking about going to fair game. Oh, work-life balance. Oh, that's what we're going to be talking about. What a smooth transition. You know, sometimes you've got to give yourself a pat on the back. And that's a moment that I will be very proud of. I'm very proud of myself for that very smooth transition. Anyway, work-life balance let's talk about it because I want to prevent us from getting into burnout because it happens all the time. I've been burnt out way too many times for a 22 year old so far up to this point in my life and I no longer want to experience that and I think one way of doing that is going to be to establish this work-life balance so that I'm no longer doing uni work until like midnight I'm no longer stressing the night before a deadline to get it done and cramming it all in in one night like I'm actually creating more of a balance between working uni then relaxing and it kind of works for whatever you're doing right if you're just working great if you have a part-time job and study great whatever you're doing we can kind of establish like a balance between that and having your me time, having your self-care time, having your time where you socialise, like just having that time to completely switch off. And that can be whatever works for you. There's no right or wrong in your switch off time. If sitting down and watching TV is what works for you, great. If it's going out with friends, great. If it's having a mixture of the both, great. There's plenty of stuff that we can be doing in order to switch off. It's kind of just finding what works best for you, right? And if you're a uni student, I would highly recommend, there's this book by Cal Newport called, I think it's called How to Become a Grade A Student. It's something like that. Um, And it's really great for establishing tips to be a really good student whilst also having 
a like uni life balance it is like based on american college students so there's a few bits that don't really translate over to like being a student in the uk however the rough gist of it is absolutely amazing i haven't read any books on work-life balance just because personally i'm not at that point in my life yet but this has been a great book for now that i'm at uni kind of establishing ways that I can do well at uni but also not dedicate my entire life at this point in my life to university because despite the fact that no matter what you're doing you want to be committed to it right whether it's a job whether it's studying whether it's traveling like whatever it is that you are working towards you want to be dedicated to doing that however that doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your mental health your me time your socialization like you shouldn't be sacrificing everything for anything you know like we should find a balance between what works for us and how we kind of navigate our day because sometimes if we don't do that and I've done this so many times but without realizing you work yourself into this hole where you just can't really seem to get out of it and then all of a sudden life feels very overwhelming everything gets a little bit too much and you get burnt out and burnout is such a common thing but also I feel like we need to try and prevent it from happening to us because it's not fun like when you completely lose all motivation to do anything that is not a fun time that's not a place where I want to be anymore and I kept finding myself and sometimes I still do even now find myself falling back into that habit of working until really late checking my emails at midnight like planning my day at like one o'clock in the morning for the following day and then it just doesn't it doesn't work we need to create a bit more of a balance and there's a few things I'm finding for me that are a great way to do that and the biggest thing is obviously scheduling your time because if you organize yourself and if you organize the way that you spend your work day if you study the way that you spend your like study time and even actually how you schedule your chill time now this might sound like it's a bit dramatic to say let's schedule self-care time but if you don't schedule things you do sometimes tend to miss it like if I don't plan to meet up with some of my friends I will forget to do it just because life gets a hold of you you know like your thoughts and then suddenly you're not thinking about that anymore and it's even though it's something you really want to do you kind of just forget about it and you let it sit on a back burner like if you've been wanting to have a chilled evening to yourself for ages and haven't felt you've had the time maybe try and plan in half an hour here and there where you can get that time to sort of have your own time have your chill time it's so important to do that but we just tend to forget and there's no problem with scheduling it in it doesn't take away from the fact that it's still chilled it's still your time just because you've scheduled it in doesn't suddenly make it like a chore you can still make it fun but it's just you're making sure you're getting in that time to do that and so that's what I really liked doing the other day when me and my friends went to fair game because we'd kind of booked it in I booked it like a week before we went or something like that but booking in that time to do that gave us all that time to switch off from university get some food have some fun it was a great laugh and then you're able to switch off into the evening a little bit better so it's just planning things here and there and that time management really helps to do that especially the time you're working if you schedule it better 
then you find you won't be as stressed in your evening thinking about everything you've got to do the following day because you've organized your time in a way that sort of works for you and that's a big thing for me to say but it's really hard to actually implement and the more you do it obviously the better we become but it's a journey and it's a process isn't it finding balance in life is not easy at all but it's also figuring out what it is during our chill time that makes us feel chill and then doing those things rather than doing things that like work us up more and make us more stressed you know like it's finding that what is actually chill for you and going with that really like I'm I'm loving reading at the moment and I never thought I'd be a girl who would read fiction and non-fiction books and like actually enjoy it turns out I am and it's taken me it was only last year like I really started getting into reading but now I'm really enjoying it and every night before I go to bed I read my book and it puts me in such a good headspace and finding that routine is so helpful for me and it's the same in the morning finding a routine that works tends to then get me ready for that headspace so I have kind of three points in the day where I like to have kind of a routine but also it's just like a force of habit to do these things now and then it switches my mindset from one to another so in the morning when I wake up I try not to go on my phone first thing so I get up splash water on my face brush my teeth go and eat my breakfast sometimes I'll work out but I'll be honest haven't been working out that much lately and I'm like I I don't feel that guilty about that I'm just not in the headspace to be working out but I'll get there it's fine I'm not stressing myself out about it if I want to work out I'll work out in the morning if not I'll wake up have my breakfast watch some friends on Netflix to kind of wake myself up a bit then once I've got myself dressed and ready for the day I'll sit down open up whatever it is that I need to be doing and then I'll plan out my day get everything like written down that I want to get done and then I crack on. So I'm sort of slowly getting myself into the headspace of working by waking myself up, giving myself that chill time to sort of adapt to being awake. And then the second routine comes when my like work day finishes. So this could literally be work or it could be uni, whatever I'm doing. And the first thing I do is double check my emails for the last time, send any emails, sort everything out, quickly jot down any thoughts I'm having in my head for the following day, just so that it's out of my head and onto a bit of paper or onto a notes app on my phone, like, you know, just just so it's out of my head. And then I will close down my laptop, close down whatever it is that needs to be closed down. And that sort of act of shutting things down shuts my brain down off of work. And then that's when I can kind of jump into whatever it is I'm doing. And then in the evening, I like to routine myself into going to bed by meditating, journaling and reading. So I sort of do it in that order obviously you brush your teeth as well and that kind of again mentally shuts you down ready for bed and sort of implementing those few they're really small things and they don't take that much time but just mentally it then comparts sort of my time and then creates in my head anyway a bit of a balance for right okay so the next thing I'm doing is working and then in the evening right the next thing I'm doing is chilling and then the next thing I'm doing is going to bed like it just sort of sets a routine in place for me throughout the day 
And for some people, routines don't work. And I have a lifestyle where I sort of do a lot of things here and there. And so there's some days where I cannot stick to a routine like that. And that's okay. Like I think the main thing with creating a balance is not putting any pressure on yourself to be something or do something that's not working for you. It's finding what works for you because we can try to convince ourselves that we're like I can convince myself I'm the person who works out every day I am not and I don't think I ever will be and that's okay like that's just not who I am I enjoy working out but I have times where I don't want to work out and that's also okay and it goes to the same with anything I'm never going to fully be able to eat like 100% healthy all the time wish I could but I'm not trying to convince myself I'm something that I'm not because I'm just not you know, I'm taking the pressure off of myself and that I find is then helping me kind of set up this balance that I want to create in my life. And I think it's going to help me a lot with burnout. And so hopefully it can also kind of help you if this is something you're also thinking about, because I know it's a, it's a stressful thing. We sort of have to navigate this. And especially growing up we don't really get told what to do and how to do things and so it really is like you're thrown in the deep end and you sort of have to figure it out and this has sort of been the way that I am findings working for me to kind of find balance as I'm growing up because I really want to learn this whilst I'm young so that as I grow up more and as I get older I'm then preventing further like I'm just preventing further issues I'm preventing further burnout later on in my life and I think that's going to be a positive thing for me who knows we shall see but I'm happy with what I'm doing right now and that's the most important thing so if that helps you at all then I hope that was helpful but if not that's also fine because we all have our own sort of things don't we we all have our what works for us and that's kind of the most important thing here is figuring out what works for you really you know that makes sense I hope that makes sense anyway but let's go to another break and then we have got a crazy listener dilemma this week so we are going to jump straight on into it with this week's listener dilemma this one is absolutely crazy I think I'm falling for my best friend's boyfriend help I know, I know, this sounds really bad, but please hear me out. I have been best friends with this girl, let's call her Maisie, for five years. We were both being bullied in school and it's a long story, but we sort of bonded over that experience and have been close ever since. A couple months ago, me and Maisie were walking her dog by the beach and her dog ran up to this guy and wouldn't leave his side. He was extremely good looking in that like mysterious way and it sounds like something out of a movie. I instantly was attracted to him and we walked away with the dog now back with us. Me and Maisie were totally fangirling over him. Well, last month, Maisie was walking her dog and bumps into him again and they were talking and they ended up planning on going on a date, which I was so happy for her about. She is now official with him, let's call him Darren. Maisie and Darren are so happy together and we hang out as a free all the time, but I am noticing my feelings for Darren are getting stronger. I think he is a great guy and if things were different, I would want to pursue him. But I don't want to hurt Maisie. I am so confused. This one 
This one shocked me, I have to admit. Not many dilemmas tend to shock me, but this one is definitely an interesting one with a lot of layers and I feel like there's a lot of history here that we could delve into, but also let's take this as what it is. I personally would not pursue him. In my opinion, he's going out with Maisie, they're officially together and I just feel like your relationship with Maisie will be tarnished. Like, I don't feel like there would be any way of you to pursue Darren and also remain friends with Maisie. That's not really something I could see working. I mean, maybe, maybe it could, but in my personal opinion, I would not really go there with him. It's horrible that this has happened and it's horrible that you are feeling like you're falling for him, but I would try my hardest if I was you kind of not to let that happen. And I know that's really hard to do because our feelings sort of naturally develop anyway. But maybe it's time for you to sort of see whether there's other people in your area out there for you, you know, try and date other people just to sort of see what else is out there. And I mean, you never know, Maisie and Darren, things might not work out, who knows? But the fact that they're together, they seem really happy and he makes her happy. As a friend, I don't know whether I would want to ruin that for her. However, it also depends on the kind of friendship that you have. If you feel like you can be open with Maisie and sort of say, look, I am I think I quite like Darren, then if you have that sort of relationship where you can openly talk to her about it, then great. But I know a lot of friendships, this would kind of be a big spanner in the works for, and I don't know how you would sort of come out of it. And you and Maisie have been friends for so long. You've been through so much together and building a friendship off of like a shared experience like bullying, I feel like brings you really close together and this sort of thing could end up spoiling that and I wouldn't want that to happen for you. But this is horrible and I do really feel for you. The fact that when you first saw him, you both were like fangirling over him, really attracted to him. Like you were sort of like bonded over that even more. But the fact that she then bumped into him again, I feel like this just all has gone downhill very quickly and it's horrible for you to then have to sort of hang out with them as a free also noticing that you are getting feelings for Darren and this is all just a little bit much for you and I kind of I hope that it does you don't let it affect the way that you feel about their relationship and the way that you feel about Maisie because it would be horrible for a friendship to end over a guy as like a group I've have obviously I have girls that are friends as well and the last thing I would ever want would to be a guy coming in between us and I'm quite lucky my friends we all have very different taste in men and women so we're kind of okay on that front of things but I know a lot of friendships where they literally like the exact same type of guy and it ends up causing a lot of problems somewhere along the line and I hope that this isn't that for you too because it sounds like you're amazing friends and you get on really well the fact that you're hanging out with Maisie and Darren as a free I think is so nice of you to be doing it's just sort of horrible that this has now happened that you're catching feelings for him but I would try to see whether in the long run these feelings might fizzle out and sometimes if we sort of distract ourselves from the feelings they will go away other times they don't and it's sort of seeing how this goes which is a horrible thing for me not to be able to say like too much about it because I want to tell you right this is going to work and this is what to do but life isn't like that which is horrible 
But let's just see how it goes. They haven't been together for too long. Your feelings might fizzle out. Their feelings might fizzle out. Like you don't, we don't fully know what's going to happen. So maybe let's see how it goes. Try and stay friends with Maisie. If it's really affecting you that much, maybe not hanging out with them as a free would be helpful. Maybe if you've got the relationship with Maisie where you can talk to her, that would be a helpful thing to do. But also that could jeopardize your friendship. So you don't really want to go there unless you've got that friendship where you can have that conversation with her openly and it will sort of go positively. Because whilst I always say communication is great, there are certain situations where communicating your full feelings with somebody could have like opposite effects on your friend. It's just trying to work out in your friendship what's the best thing to do with that. But I completely get your confusion. I completely get that right now your head is all over the works. You are thinking all sorts of things, not sure what to do. It's so overwhelming, this emotion, especially when you do feel like you're really connecting with somebody. And in this kind of a situation where you can't pursue that, it makes it really hard because it's like, right, well, what do I do next? Like, there's not really a right or wrong answer here. But I just, I hope everything works out for you. And I do hope that sort of over time, things kind of work out in whatever way they're going to work out. Sometimes we literally have to let the universe sort of take control and see where this goes. But I hope that your friendship remains as good as it sounds like it is. I hope that Maisie and Darren work out or however this goes. I hope it goes well for all parties involved and everybody's happy because that's all we want in life, isn't it? Just for everyone to be happy. But personally and this is all coming from my personal opinion I'm no professional whatsoever I wouldn't go there with Darren that would be the one thing I would say is I would definitely not go there I would try and see if there's a way I can meet somebody else that I get on with better you know like sometimes we want what we can't have just because we can't have it but actually is he a good match for you you know like it's just working out like what are these feelings you're having are they like true feelings that is, or is it just because like he's something we can't have? You know, I've had that happen to me before where you want something just because you can't have it. You know, like as a kid, if someone's playing with a toy, you're going to want the toy. You know, it just like it's a natural, it's a natural thing we have in us. So it's just figuring out, right, what are these actual emotions I'm having? And yeah, I, I hope it works out for you. I'm so sorry you're in this situation because honestly, it's awful. And especially when there's a friendship involved that seems really strong and seems like a really good friendship that you obviously don't want to lose because otherwise you wouldn't be writing in and you wouldn't be so confused about this because you obviously care about Maisie a lot and you care about her happiness she's happy with Darren oh it's all over the place and I really I I wish you the best good luck with everything but that has been all from me today. I hope you have enjoyed another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, an amazing rest of your week, and I shall catch you in next week's episode. Hope you have a lovely week, guys. Bye.